What's working on purpose anyway? Each week we ponder the answer to this question. People ache for meaning and purpose at work, to contribute their talents passionately and know their lives really matter. They crave being part of an organization that inspires them and helps them grow into realizing their highest potential. Business can be such a force for good in the world, elevating humanity. In our program, we provide guidance and inspiration to help usher in this world we all want, working on purpose. Now, here is your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. Hi there. Welcome back to the Working on Purpose program. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Great to have you. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, which is home base for me. If you don't know me yet, I'm a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose, organizational logotherapist, inspirational speaker, social scientist, and author. I help companies discover and articulate their purpose and thread it through their culture and operations. I work with organizations to develop inspirational leaders who create cultures where people actually want to come to work and do their best. And I provide programs like the Grab Your Gusto that enable individual team members to discover and unleash their passion and purpose at work to catalyze fulfillment, engagement, and productivity. You can learn more about me and how we can work together at elisecortez.com and gusto-now.com. With us today is Cindy Tysinger. She is the founder and the chief culture officer of Regenerous, a woman-owned, woman-led, heart-centered, and science-based social impact community. Cindy and team are based in Denton, Texas, just north of Dallas, but today she's joining us from the road in Wisconsin, where she is conducting some events to showcase her company and products. Cindy, welcome to Working On Purpose. Thank you. It's my pleasure and an honor to be here. So great to have you. First, let's just give a couple shout outs to you, my dear, because um, ladies and gentlemen, those of you joining in via video on the YouTube channel or if you're joining through one of the other audio channels where this program is syndicated, my my scheduled guest let me know, unfortunately, yesterday that she has COVID. This is the times that we live in today. And so I had the, the wonderful opportunity to cross paths with the Cindy Tysinger in front of you in a conscious capitalism workshop I was facilitating here in Dallas on stakeholder mapping. She was there. Oh, my gosh. Talk about an exuberant student. So happy to be able to really develop um, her purpose and, and, and string it through all of her stakeholders. So that's how I met her. So yesterday afternoon, I reached out to her and I called her and said, hey, how would you like to come and share what you're up to on Working on Purpose? It seems to fit perfectly. No idea what you're up to. And this woman valiantly responds sometime late in the evening. I am juggling a few balls, but yes, yes, and yes, I'll be there. <laughs> so Cindy, to making things happen in the world, being you and living and working on purpose, welcome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's so great to have you. So in this episode, what we want to do is we want to learn how this baby of yours came to be. So first, tell us, what is Regenerous? Regenerous is the synergy of being both regenerative and generous in all that we do. And, you know, we believe really strongly in profit, but we want to make sure we look at people, animals, and planet before profit. So every aspect of our business, we want to make sure we're doing everything possible to make things better than it was and be generous in everything we do. I like it already. Fantastic start. Um, so let's talk a little bit about where it came from. I know I remember in our workshop you had mentioned you had a you have a very long career in something totally different that you have totally. evolved past. So maybe it would be great to just kind of sketch a bit of the story of your your previous professional history before you you found it generous. 
Thank you. Um, well, I've always had a love for technology, interesting enough, starting very young. I um, was 16 in the civil service um, for the Army Department of Defense in DC. So I actually started in you know basic computer programming for the Army when I in 19, I'm gonna date myself, <laughs> 74. So I um, had a wonderful career. I had great mentors. Um, of course, I'm a female in a technology industry is quite male dominant as well as being in the military side of it even more so. But um, it was something that really, truly, um, my father was 32 years military, so I aspired to you know, serve my country in the ways that I could. A health challenge uh, uh, that I was born with didn't allow me to join the service, so I was on the sides, finding ways that you know, I could serve our country and support in all the work my dad was doing. So I actually spent 25 years, uh, 17 years in the Navy contracts and eight years Army. So this girl who's doing regenerous and generous things now was next to aircraft carriers, torpedoes, <laughs> and planes and all types of things um, before I moved into the private sector. So uh, that was all the way through about 96, 97. And um, I scaled all the way through um, high level executive um, in 2000, I actually took the chief technology officer's position or CIO of a supplement company. I've always had a love for health and wellness. I healed myself um, mm -hmm. and I want people to take responsibility and be an advocate for their own care and their family. So mm -hmm. in 96, I started with a company really utilizing their products, fell in love with the changes that we're making as a result of a very unique aloe plant. Um, and it changed my life. So I took over the CTO position, leaving the government side. Um, and we helped um, the executive team grow to a little over 400 million and opened 26 countries um, with the base product being this amazing aloe. Um, and I was there all the way through 2008. So I have been every aspect of technology and business development and being in the C-suite and, um, you know, having great experiences traveling internationally in the world. Hmm. Okay. So a couple of things we have to call out, Cindy. So we already know that what that we're sitting or, or looking at uh, somebody who's already unusual. Uh, let's just call up first. You get it. You get into IT in 1974 as a woman. Yes. That's already unusual and very different. That was not a woman's world back then. No. <laughs> That's the first thing. And then secondly, you rose to very high executive ranks as such, also not usual. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And you did it in an industry that would seem like a really unusual place to do it, um, which is amazing to me. So what I already know is that we're talking to somebody who, who either doesn't see barriers or somehow expected something more of yourself than, than culture did. So how do you explain all of these unusual advances in yourself? I think um, I've always been one, I think a great lesson from my dad, which is my hero of, you know, do a good job, uh, do it better than um, they're expecting it. So uh, obviously in service and have the courage to try anything. And so I think that really served me well is looking is if I didn't know how to do something, I figured it out or I asked for help and to, wanted to learn it, you know, through a mentor. Back then it was pretty much all male mentors in the military side, but I was very blessed to have some really incredible men that wanted women to succeed in the industry I was and they were supporting me. So I was grateful for that. But I'm one that says, 
if someone tells me no or it can't be done, I find a way <laughs> usually to do it. Um, um, I don't give up easily. Mm. So what you're, when you talk about um, men helping you and some strong mentors who really wanted to see women succeed as well, I, I want to hearken back to Colonel Kim um, Olson, who was a, a colonel in the Air Force. She flew planes when people, women didn't do those things. And she says something similar. She said, I, I do need to credit and thank the enlightened men along the way who helped, helped me, helped lift me, guide me, encouraged me. Uh, and, and showed me a way. So I really want to call that out, the importance of mentors and also um, enlightened people in general that help each other up, right? So that's Absolutely. something about your, your background that we have to call out and that you, you know, appreciate that so generously as you do, I think it's really important. Yes, we've stayed friends. I still am in contact with them to this day. And many of them were older than me. And it was interesting when I was in my young 20s and I had about a staff of 80 engineers. Um, and it was very interesting because I was so young, but um, I had great respect from, you know, starting so young. So you think when I started at 16, I was already five years into technology and um, when they grasped it quite quickly. So, you know, I had great respect early on. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about as we would be start really understanding and peeling the, the, the layers back up just how this thing came to be is if we do the math here, <laughs> Cindy, you've had uh, you had a full, let's call it almost a quarter of a century in, in technology. And, and then now here we are almost another quarter, 20 years into the next. So how come you don't want to just sit back and watch and go play in your garden or play golf or travel? <laughs> I do want to travel, so I did make sure that the new company aligns with that quite well. Okay, good, good, excellent. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I'm just not one. My husband's always said, he's, you know, you learned years ago, we've been married 30 years, and he's like, I can never keep up with you. <laughs> You're like an energizer bunny, so I just let you be who you are. And I just, I love life, and I love helping people, and I'm just really blessed to have had a great opportunity in my life to see and do quite a bit of things. And at this juncture, I started my own private technology company, which we'll talk about soon at 50, and then Regenerous at 60. So I'm not, I promised my husband, I'm not going to start another business at 70. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. <Yeah. laughs> this business is, but I just don't see it. I mean, I, I bring work and life and joy and happiness all together. And I work with my family. And so you can imagine that just is so inspiring seeing I've got more, I've got four generations in my latest company. So it's fantastic. There's so much to peel back here. This is so great. Okay. So if I understood it right, you started um, Regenerous a couple of years ago. Is that right? Mm -hmm. In okay. 2017 is when I got, got the calling to um, step outside technology and, and take on a whole new uh, way to do business um, back then, because uh, there wasn't many companies out there that were doing businesses that are a force for good. There's some wonderful ones out there like Patagonia, uh, Ben and Jerry's and, and all that. And I aspired to be a B Corp from the beginning. And so I was just looking for a way to take this next chapter of my life uh, where I could travel the world um, through the health and wellness and beauty industry and through our nonprofit, Regenerous Cares, we will be able to make a difference in every aspect that we do. And so whether I'm sourcing products or serving orphanages or you know anything that I'm in between, I'm gonna be traveling just what I love and with family. Okay, so now let's talk just a little bit about just where the idea came from. Why does this company exist? 
Oh, thank you. So after, um, gosh, it'd be about 10 years after I started my technology company and um, we had about 44 employees, I felt around, uh, I was learned, uh, it was around Father's Day and Mother's Day when I turned 60 that year. I was told I was going to be a Nona, which is a grandmother for the very first time. And um, I, something just hit me is like, I, you know, I've raised my children. They're, they're adults. Um, they actually run my tech company now. I'm just the chairwoman of the board and founder. And I'm involved, you know, in, the, in that aspect. Um, that company does all my technology for my current company. So we're still very closely connected. And then once you're family with employees, you're always that. So, uh, but when I learned I was going to be a grandchild, I somehow in a vision or a dream, I was like holding my grandchild for the first time, just you know, all in love and happy and joyful. And then my heart just went to, what is this world going to look like? And his name had already been Rowan. And I was like, what is this life world going to look like for Rowan and, and future generations? And if I don't do something now at 60 um, to try to be the change that I want to see in the world, then shame on me. So that's kind of what started the idea of I need to do something and I need to step out of running a tech company. Mm, so this is a perfect conversation on the heels of the one we had last week. I had two rabbis on last week, uh, Rabbi Maka, Maka Drucker and uh, Nadia Gross. And we were talking about um, the, their book and their work, um, really celebrating the notion of going from aging to saging and that there's so much wisdom and experience that we can leverage as we progress through life and certainly on the other half of life. And I care about that, Cindy, because I want more people to, there's so much, look what you're doing. You're levering all of these years, these decades and what you learned to be able to create this company for your, your future family and generations. If you decided to go ahead and just, as I said before, just do whatever your hobbies were, whatever those are and not do this, we would all miss this gift you wouldn't get the, the opportunity to give your gifts and, and get the vitality that comes from being of service and, and living in, in self-transcendence, which we know through logotherapy, and we wouldn't get the benefit of what you've created. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all that for you listeners and viewers, any of you who are you know navigating the other side of the needle in life, <laughs> as I am, <laughs> uh, as Cindy is, right? This is an opportunity for you to hope that you see your your life and your opportunity differently through this lens. That this is, you're not, this, please don't just retire at 62 or 65. It actually is terminal. Really, it is. Um, so, you know, there's so much for you to lend. You don't have to go start a company like Cindy has, but there's <laughs> so much you can do to continue providing your experience and your wisdom that we all need. So I really want to put that out there as an invitation. You are a living example of that, Cindy. So thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, so I want to talk more about just what this company does. And, and also I want to talk more about, um, you know, all of these different things that you're doing, which are so such beautiful expressions of conscious capitalism and becoming a B Corp. But before we get into that, so we can treat them all fully, let's grab our first break. Dr. Elise Cortez is a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose. An inspirational speaker and author, she helps companies visioneer for greater purpose among stakeholders and develop purpose-inspired leadership and meaning-infused cultures that elevate fulfillment, performance, and commitment within the workforce. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at EliseCortez.com. Let's talk about how to get your employees working on purpose. Mm -hmm. 
This is Working on Purpose with Dr. Elise Cortez. To reach our program today or open a conversation with Elise, send an email to Elise, A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. Before we get back into the program and talk again with Cindy, I do want to invite you to check out the book that I put out last fall, fall of 2020. It's called Purpose Ignited, How Inspiring Leaders Ignite Passion and Elevate Cause. I wrote that really to awaken readers to their passion and purpose and help transform them into inspirational leaders who enliven the workplace and elevate the contribution of business to all its stakeholders. And I use this content in my consulting and also my vitally inspired leadership program and your grab your gusto program. And I just have to share really quick. Um, I gave a copy of this book when I was traveling from Portland, Oregon, back home to Dallas to a woman I met, of course, at the bar. We were talking about what we each did and she took it and we each got on the plane. We then saw each other in baggage claim in Dallas when we, when we landed back in Dallas and she came up and she goes, Lisa, I'm halfway through your book. I love it. Could we talk about maybe you helping us at our company? And I said, of course. And thus we are. So I want you to know that it's a way for us to be able to do our work together if you start reading it. So thank you in advance for picking it up. If you are just joining the program, my guest today is Cindy Tysinger. She's the founder and chief culture officer of Regenerous. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. So you said a lot in, the, in our first segment there, Cindy, about where this came from, the, the foundation in which this was all born. Um, and so I, there's so much what I appreciate about what you're doing, among other things, is there's so much beautiful uh, intentionality in this. You want to be able to lift all, all four generations working within the organization. You want to become a certified benefit corporation, which is the B Corp status you're talking about. Um, and you, you're also going toward social impact community dedicated to improving the lives of people across the world by distributing the highest quality natural products and services through a sales network that economically empowers independent and purpose-driven entrepreneurs. It is so beautiful. And so what I want you to talk about is, you know, the architecture of this, pro, this, this company. There's so many moving parts to it. And every single part, it seems to me, no wonder you're in the stakeholder mapping you know, um, workshop really trying to appeal to all these people that you're trying to serve. Talk to us a bit about how did you come up with the idea to make it so robust and to really be so intentional about serving all those stakeholders? Thank you. Well, I, I bring it back to, um, I think I shared a little bit with you, Elise. I was in Harvard in 2017, in August of 2017, taking a excuse me, a high growth business um, growth. They selected women businesses from around the U.S. and brought us to Harvard. And it was to actually grow my tech company. And I was sitting in the class and um, they started talking about the IBM's turnaround. And I worked with IBM. I, you know, I knew very much about a lot of their work from the years that I was in Department of Defense, read the book already, The Elephants Can Dance. And um, so I just kind of tuned out, you know, um, and all of a sudden this vision came in my mind and I drew Regenerous um, and everything kept coming to me. And I, I drew it on, a, on the notepad that was in front of me. And I had a, a colleague, another woman business owner uh, that I actually was very close to. My, my tech company was her client. Um, I'm sorry, she was my client. And when I was working with her and she's just like, where were you? And I, I looked down at what I kind of had drawn and starting with a circle in the, in the center of heart, my middle name or my maiden name is love. And so I started with heart and being regenerative and generous was something I had been studying. I've always been conscious that way. And so, you know, we had kept thinking of the name. So regenerous is what we landed on. 
And I thought, this is this is regenerous. This is perfect uh, the way I'd drawn it. And it was actually quite extensive. Be you know when you run a company all the way to 400 million, you have a lot of experience starting from a startup all the way up. So I grew you know like a five to ten year plan of what regenerous would look like. We're in fully in. We just crossed over year four, but year three and actually um, servicing. We started with selling products. Um, the first product that went out. I knew I had to make money, um, was actually my life story, my health journey of healing my own body. At 36, I was on 12 medications and quite sickly from my childhood disease. Mm -hmm. And I'm now at 63 on no medications. So I really did my work around health and wellness to find how could I heal myself. And I kept helping so many people during my career in technology. So I started there thinking, nourish oneself to nourish others. So if we can get ourselves healthy by taking responsibility, by looking at, um, I, there's a place for um, in medicine, Western medicine, I'm not um, you know, saying it's, it's evil or anything like that, but it really needs to be functional and integrative so that you can look for the ways to be more preventative and um, proactive. Um, because much of the root of so much disease is inflammation and how we don't take care of ourselves, not moving and all that. So I wanted to make sure that I could teach people uh, wellness and um, starting with themselves. So we started with one product. It was kind of my health and it was hemp, um, aloe and uh, ginger slash turmeric. So all of these, if you think of these amazing plants that have been um, on this planet for centuries, they were all designed around healing. And that is what healed me. Um, and actually taking that. So I started with that product. It, it kind of took off quite quickly. Then I knew sleep was another issue that we're so sleep deprived as a society. And if people could get good quality sleep in their cycles, then they can repair and restore again, another way to heal themselves. So I started with them with second, uh, second product. So when I took that heart centered, regenerous cares, everything we do is regenerative or generous. So sourcing the aloe, I've been involved with sourcing aloe since the 90s because it changed my life. And um, we feed orphans around the world in 90 countries. I could, there are probably 14 million orphans that we have provided a hope blend to through the company I was the CTO of. And I have continued that in my current company through utilizing that very unique aloe in my products. Oh, my word, woman. Okay, so. <laughs> Sorry, that's a lot. <laughs> no, but don't apologize. I just am so taken aback by what you're doing and so inspired by it. It's so beautiful. And I just love getting to share with my listeners all over the world because we all need a hand up. We all need help to understand that we can do and be so much more. And so, you know, so much of what I'm doing, Cindy, you might remember, is yes. I'm, I'm helping to people to awaken to their passion and their purpose, that they can do more. And that when they do more, they're going to have a lot more energy. They're going to feel so much more alive and vibrant. And, and so what's interesting about your story listening to you is, you know, one of the paths to purpose um, is 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 handling and learning and teaching that which has ailed us. We've learned how to um, deal with something that was like a long-term problem in our lives. Like for me, the longest time I was struggling to find meaning and purpose. Well, I have spent 20-some years working on that, and now today I teach you what I learned because it ailed me like a monster around my throat. So your health, that you learned all these things to be able to better steward your own health and now have created products and teach others to do the same, seems to me to smack to of a very similar sort of line. Exactly. It definitely does. 
And that was the first phase of the company was, you know, get cash coming into the company and, you know, improving folks health so that they can share with others. And then um, I had uh, developed different partnerships. So we have Regenerous Shares. Regenerous Shares, we have practitioners, we have affiliates, we have ambassadors, and each of them, you know, have a, a pay structure that we compensate for sharing our products with others and um, so that we can grow. Uh, very compliantly, you know, being very careful with no medical claims or health claims. It is all about um, bringing the body into balance or homeostasis and improving quality of life to live more vibrantly. Uh, because if you're healthy and you feel wonderful, you know, you can do anything it feels like, right? So, but if you're, if you're being caught, you know, like an anchor around you with a disease or, or energy or whatever it could be, lack of sleep, you know, you're not functioning at your optimal level. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I go back to how 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 intentional you're being about a li- about lifting all these boats, lifting all these stakeholders. So, what you just described at your business model, then your sales network um, that economically empowers independent and purpose-driven entrepreneurs. So, you're you've given a path for people to become self-employed or entrepreneurs by joining Absolutely. your your affiliation, your network. Um, so, can you talk to us a bit about you know what does that network look like? I mean. And where is it? Is it all over the world? Is it in concentrated regions? Well, we started in the U.S. um, first, and I wanted to get the foundation stable and roll a few more of the phases of the company out before we kind of stepped our toe in the water. We are delivering some products in Australia and Canada at this point. Um, So we will go there uh, eventually. And as I shared with you, um, the company that I was 13 years, the CTO, uh, we were in 26 countries. So I have that experience of sourcing and technology and multi-currency and multilingual and and Mm -hmm. all that that our our websites um, will become. Uh, But I wanted to make sure that we had really everybody on board with, um, I'm all about, we love rising together. So if we collectively can each do our part, whether you're a practitioner and you're using it to help your patients or your clients, or whether you're an affiliate who is looking for hobby, part-time or a full-time income, all of those are available depending upon the work or effort they want to put in. So we provide training, support, and um, everything that they need. I That's why I'm here. We have an affiliate here in Wisconsin and another one in Minneapolis. So I'm here helping her. She um, works full-time and is very um, uh, successful IT project manager, but her desire is to really run our generous cares nonprofit one day. So she's looking to step, you know, transition over full time into regenerous so that she can truly live out her passion. And I'm excited to stand beside her and help her do that. Mm-hmm. So I've had many other people on my radio sh- talking about the importance of, of passion and profit or purpose and profit, excuse me, purpose and profit. And, and I remember distinctly in one of our conversations where there were other people present, there were some people that didn't quite understand that whole notion of um, purpose and serving the community or the planet. Yes. So I want you to speak to this notion that, you know, you've got a dedicated arm or effort to be able to feed these orphans in these 90 different countries. Where did that specific contribution come from? Why orphans and why feeding? Yes. Um, growing up, even, um, I'm one that uh, <laughs> moved out young, no surprise there to heal myself. Um, I moved out when I was still in high school and moved to California to find a, a path forward. And so even in my teenage years, I just really had a you know passion and love for children. And especially those that really, you know, need a hand and, and 
you know, I want them to have hope that you know, their current circumstances is not necessarily setting them up for their future circumstances and that there is hope and possibilities. And some of the basic needs is, is nutrition. Um, when I was um, the CTO of the company, our, the founder was an amazing gentleman and he had been serving orphans as well as I had in a small way, but his in a much larger way. And when we utilized the aloe, um, we saw the significant difference that was being made with children and the deaths um, or fractures and things that were happening in the orphans and the children were, you know, significantly reduced to, you know, 30 deaths a year went to zero, um, utilizing the Hope Blend with aloe and multivitamins and minerals um, that, that could really serve the children. So if the food that's being provided is not nutritious and it's not balanced, as well as you know, a lot of people like to send, but it's not healthy food that they send. You know, it might fill the belly, but it really is not nutritious. So this Hope Blend has just really been an amazing, you know, I've been involved since 96. Um, and I've just always loved to help children. Um, I just had a passion for children. And so when I decided the products, aloe would always be there since 96. I would never go off of that. Um, and I wanted to bring it to the next level with these new synergistic um, product blends that I had discovered working with naturopaths, um, herbalists and homeopathics and all of that going, what, what if we did this? What if we did that? Because our products are unique. There is not anything on the market, especially in my wellness line, because that's where my history is. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. where it kind of started. And so when I source, it's another fun story, um, Helichrysum, I source um, from Croatia. This is three sisters that um, uh, work in their business and they harvest the Helichrysum in beautiful Kruka, a national park, as well as farmland that they have there. When they do that, they, um, they actually employ a thousand migrant workers twice a year. These two countries were at war. Their distillery, you have to walk on a path because there's mines still there when you go there. I wow. mean, these women, um, three sisters, one heads marketing, one is production, one is kind of accounting and operations. And they're just, you know, they got the, their enemies got stuck there after the war in the Bosnian War in the 90s. So they just, um, you know, olive branch out there and uh, found a way to work together. And that's their only source of income. So I like to find hero ingredients for our products that I know will heal your body, but source them in a conscious way. Did you say find hero ingredients? Yes. The, you I know, thought you did. Them. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. The ones that are truly making the difference. So in the body, because the body can heal if it's provided the right nutrients. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll, we'll talk further about this, but let's grab our final break. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. We've been on the air with Cindy Tysinger. She's the founder and chief culture officer at Regenerous. We've been talking about, about her own background, where this came from, and really what makes this company so incredibly dynamic. We'll hear more after the break. Stay with us. Dr. Elise Cortez is a management consultant specializing in meaning and purpose. An inspirational speaker and author, she helps companies visioneer for greater purpose among stakeholders and develop purpose-inspired leadership and meaning-infused cultures that elevate fulfillment, performance, and commitment within the workforce. To learn more or to invite Elise to speak to your organization, please visit her at EliseCortez.com. Let's talk about how to get your employees working on purpose. This is Working on Purpose with Dr. Elise Cortez. To reach our program today or open a conversation with Elise, send an email to Elise 
A-L-I-S-E, at EliseCortez.com. Now, back to Working on Purpose. Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. One other bit of news that I want to share with you that I'm really excited and proud of is that I have just released an anthology that I've curated. I spent two years on this. It's called Passionately Striving and Why, an anthology of women who persevere mildly to live their purpose. And what I did was I got recruited to do this. And they, the person, my publisher said, hey, I want you to curate this, this series, make it about women. I don't care what the topic is. I said, of course, it's going to be about purpose. So I went and recruited 25 women from all over the world to share their very intimate stories of how they discovered their purpose and are now serving from it. And I am so proud of it because we literally are reaching a hand across the globe to showcase our examples, our stories in order to help lift more people in their lives. So very proud of it. It's out there now. Please take a look at that as well. If you're just joining us now, my guest today is Cindy Tysinger. She's the founder and chief culture officer of Regenerous, a woman-owned, woman-led, heart-centered, and science-based social impact community. I'm your host, Dr. Elise Cortez. So I, I just, as I said many times before, I just, I feel like your, your approach to creating this thing and running it is just so thoughtful. And what I want to emphasize about that, Cindy, and really showcase for our listeners and viewers is really just how much you can do with business. Business is an amazing force and can be such a force for good, especially when you're so thoughtful and intentional about it. So I'm interested in hearing, and I also love what you said before the break was, that you only source hero hero products, hero ingredients. Um, and so then I have to ask is, how do you go finding all of those really interesting suppliers? Well, it just it depends upon the products we're manufacturing and, you know, what would be best in them. So um, each one, it, it's, it's got its unique story, how it finds me, I believe, in some cases. Um, sometimes I'll find a product and, and develop a product around it because I, I love the source of it and the and the mm. gift that's involved with it. So, um, but I have a lot of contacts. So um, when I'm speaking to the herbalists or um, my manufacturers, they're all CGMP manufacturers. Um, I work with them to say, okay, how our wellness products especially are so unique and different. Um, they're synergistic blends that folks aren't doing and they're delivered liposomally. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with mm-hmm. that, Dr. Elise, but what um, when you actually swallow a capsule, you can, um, Efficacy-wise, you can only absorb very little, 9 to 15% of what is in that capsule based on your stomach acid. So what you need to do is find a way to actually absorb it into the body without having to go through the stomach. So the more newer technologies is liposomal, where they actually inject the hero ingredients into a cell membrane. And then um, I, it's put in a, um, it's suspended in a phospholated choline, which is a, a safflower. And um, you put it under your tongue. You hold it for about 30 seconds, absorbs immediately into your body, into your bloodstream so that you can actually feel and, um, you know, really fully utilize it um, to its full extent. So I wanted to make sure I had a liposomal line. Um, and I, I used to take handfuls of pills uh, for supplements to heal myself. And now I'm down to my the, the supplements that I have designed and a few vitamins. I'm working with my manufacturer on the necessary ones like a multivitamin 
D3, K2, zinc, you know, the things that we know we all should be taking, but I want to do it liposomally. So um, that's kind of one thing that's different about us as well. I do it through the skincare line. We have an amazing certified non-toxic skincare line. So we're definitely not doing harm to the environment with something that's certified non-toxic and it uses oleosomes. So which is similar to the way it absorbs into the skin like liposomes absorb so that you truly are getting the best quality and the best absorption and efficacy. So um, I'm just all about what is in that product and what is on that label has to match. Um, and that we make sure we do that through third-party um, quality assurance labs um, to validate and verify. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So I, I want to hit two other things on this. So, you know, here you are talking about this supplier in Croatia. So, you know, one of the things we were doing in that stakeholder mapping exercise was, was really giving thought and consideration to how do we really help uh, honor each of those stakeholders. Now we're talking about your suppliers right now. And, and elevate them and align them with your purpose. And so it strikes me as you talk about that, that you have given them a channel, a very unique channel, a robust, robust channel for them to contribute what they're doing in the world, which seems to me as a way to elevate them. Is that what's Absolutely. happening here? Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we're really excited. And that's why I enjoyed your class so much because I have so many stakeholders. Yeah, and you really do. I mean, like, I don't even know how to count them all. Yes. And we actually, the next phase that we're just in the process of doing is the mindful marketplace and mm -hmm. the mindful marketplace is taking it to the next level. So if you can imagine, it may be um, small businesses, uh, women-owned businesses, especially um, that will partner with that, um, that have a conscious business and we make sure that they're doing no harm with their business. And we will then um, take their products and put them on our e-commerce platform to help them get um, obviously more visibility of their brand. It's on their label um, and we'll have their story and information about the, the give backs they're doing as well as, you know, what their products and how they're serving others. And um, so we'll have a whole line of uh, businesses that will be on our platform, as well as those that are in these countries, such as orphanages that we're working with, um, and they are making jewelry or something that they're doing that we can put on our platform to actually raise more money for their nonprofit. So we're going to have nonprofits coming online and we're going to have women-owned businesses, local businesses, small businesses, so that people can truly trust that if they shop on regenerous.com, then they know that we've done our due diligence. We've looked at their, you know, kind of their source, their supply chain line and making sure that it fits in alignment with our intention and our purpose and help raise them up. So we truly do rise together. So whether mm -hmm. they're using our products or we're selling their products, we're looking at truly just to consciously, and you know, I think collaboration is the next currency. It's all mm -hmm. about collaborating and rising together. Mm-hmm. I had a great uh, show, uh, guest on my show named Paul Skinner from the United Kingdom a couple of years ago. He's become a friend of mine. He wrote a book called The Collaborative Advantage, How Collaboration Beats Beats Competition. And and so, yeah, I think more and more people are seeing that. And I think we saw this in, in the pandemic, you know, mm -hmm. people, organizations that would otherwise not have any interest in reaching across the aisle to others did so during the pandemic to partner, to innovate together, to share resources um, and, you know, look what happened. So it's exactly. pretty, it's pretty amazing. So that, uh, but it's so interesting to see just how I appreciate that. It seems like at every juncture you have applied like a multiplier of, of, of an effect of sorts to continue to elevate your impact, which is really impressive. That is my hope. Um, and it's, I, I'm surrounded by amazing 
thought leaders, most, it's a, in most cases, it's a volunteer workforce, as you can say, they're independent. So, um, you know, we're aligned in the heart and aligned with what we want to do in this world. So I, I feel blessed and very grateful that those that have come and those are yet to meet us and understand us, like through this show, I'm blessed to have met you and you invite me on the show. I'm just so grateful. Thank you for all your help during that class. Um, it really had me thinking between my Regenerous Cares nonprofit as well as Regenerous Cares and all my stakeholders, you know, how, how do I talk to them and how do I make sure at every aspect it's a win-win and that, you know, together we're doing more, but at the end of the result, the, you know, obviously the prize is the, the impact that we're making. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Um, okay. So we're getting close to the end of the show here, but I want to have you talk about the fact that you say there are four generations working with you. That is so incredible. And hard for to for a lot of the listeners and viewers to probably manage because a lot of people have a hard time dealing with anybody beyond their own generation or just to the next so who are these four generations how are they how are they working with you well it's quite cool um there's actually five generations on the product but um four generations and of working in the business so my mother starts it um and uh so she is on the product she shares it so she's an affiliate um, partner of ours and sharing and um, she's so proud of her when I decided to do this, my sister, um, Brenda, she retired from um, a very successful career in hospitality industry. And she thought she was going to sit back in 2016 and do what you were suggesting. And I said, hey, how would you like to do this with me? Um, and we you know, got kind of separated as kids at 16 or 17 and went after our careers. And although we're close, you know, you just now we're like two teenagers again running Regenerous. Um, so it's my sister. <laughs> Uh, working together and she's our chief people officer. So she does uh, more of the uh, HR and training and the advocates of her industry. And then we have her daughter and her daughter is a, a school teacher that now runs like training and, and, and all this. Um, so Jessica is the third generation. My daughter-in-law is Tiffany and she is a celebrity makeup artist. So the skincare line was the kind of the brainchild of Tiffany and Jessica going, you know, this wellness thing is really cool, but you know, what we're interested in is, is really clean skincare. And my daughter-in-law, that's a celebrity makeup artist said, we, we really need this. People are putting so much toxins on their face. So that's the third generation. And Jessica, my niece has a See, she's a uh, second year college in North Carolina, studying PR and marketing and all that. She does all her social media and TikTok and all the great things there. So she's beautiful. And so there's four generations. And the fifth generation is my grandchildren have been on the product since the womb and they're still on it now and they're three in one. So we truly do have five generations. Oh, that's that's beautiful. That's <laughs> such a beautiful threading effect. So. Um, I want to just start to close out the show here by learning a little bit about what are you really proud of here? In other words, what's meaningful to you in, in this, what you have created and what you're doing? What does it mean to you? Um, gosh, there's just so many aspects of, you know, I, I know we have so much more to do and, you know, I'm with this one, this, you know, could, it could go faster. So no, I'd, I'd like to do more. Um, but with there's so many touch points whether it's a business that might have been going under but we gave them some visibility so that business now was able to survive covid um, whether we you know source some products from for manufacturing or help them get exposure um, that is heartwarming to me also the product testimonials when i hear life-changing testimonials um, from someone that has been suffering for a long time um, you know there's nothing better than that giving someone help in their quality of life 
And then obviously every aspect, we've done 50 nonprofits um, since we started the team of our, of our whole, um, uh, that we talk about the social impact community. We all get together and whether it's something urgent that needs like fire fighting um, in Australia or wherever, that's where we give. And so we kind of get consensus and you feel good in making a difference, whether it's the planet, animals or people and children, especially. Mm. I thank you so very much, Cindy, for making yourself available to share what you're up to. It has been phenomenal to hear your story. And I, I will tell you very candidly, off the charts, more than I fully understood and expected. And I really thank you for what you're doing, who you're being in the world, and the example of your story and your person. Thank you for being on Working on Purpose. Thank you for having me. Thank you for what you're doing, because we need businesses to be on purpose. You know, I believe this in my entire career and the success I think is a result of me just caring about every employee, whether it was one that worked for me or just in the company. People, you know, want to work for somebody if they know you care. Absolutely. Absolutely. So listeners and viewers, if you want to learn more about Cindy, her team and the work they're doing together, visit their website. It's regenerous.com. Let me spell it for you. It's also on the screen, but it's R-E-G-E-N-R-U-S.com. Last week, if you missed the live show, you can always catch it via recorded podcast. We were on the air with rabbis Malka Drucker and Nadia Gross talking about their book and the work they're doing to help people around the world with their second half of life to thrive, live with purpose, and contribute their wisdom and experience meaningfully at work. Next week, we'll be on the air with William Smith, who has discovered and uses nine elements of purpose to increase results and impact in organizations. He's been working on this for decades. We'll learn about his research and his work that he spent his life devoted to. See you there. Remember that work is at least a third of our life, so let's work on purpose. We hope you've enjoyed this week's program. Be sure to tune in to Working on Purpose, featuring your host, Dr. Elise Cortez, each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll create a world where business operates conscientiously, Leadership inspires impassioned performance, and employees are fulfilled in work that provides the meaning and purpose they crave. See you there. Let's work on purpose.